1: now, there's been a very interesting electoral battle in uh, New York overnight. Uh, Long Island in the state of New York has an interesting political identity because the Democrats held it until it was taken by Republican George Santos in 2020. Then he was expelled from Congress uh, and it appears deservedly so. So, uh, last night, that nail-biting district election and the winner chosen was Tom Suozzi, a Democrat. Um, what does it mean for the arithmetic in the House? Joining us from the US, Terry Sheridan, managing editor of WSHU Public Radio. Terry, good morning. Hey, good morning to you, Pat. Okay, first of all, uh, how did the Democrats lose the seat to begin with, and George Santos take it?
0: Well, this was Swansea to begin with. Uh, He gave it up in 2022 when he decided to run for New York governor. He lost that, and in the void, that's where George Santos stepped in, in this district. Now, the district includes part of New York City, part of Queens, and then also the North Shore of Long Island. It is one of the wealthiest districts in the nation, but it's also, um, it's always been considered a bellwether district.
1: Now, um, the the problem with George Santos, (laughs) there were many, but just remind us uh, why he was ultimately expelled with the support of his own party to get him out.
0: Well, first of all, he basically made up completely his entire background: where he went to school, where he was born, what his parents and grandparents did. He he claimed that he was the uh, he was the descendant of Holocaust survivors. uh, That he won medals on the his college volleyball team, et cetera, et cetera. But what he was expelled for was actually campaign fraud. uh, That his campaign, when he was running both in twenty twenty and twenty twenty two, was basically using this to collect money for his own purpose again with the lies that he was making up so he was charged with that federally hasn't gone to trial yet but that was the reason for his expulsion Mm.
1: now there was a vote last week uh, attempting to get rid of the sanction rather and indict the uh, homeland security secretary which failed and i I saw that uh, did santos not tweet something like "Are, are you missing me already
0: well, yeah, I mean, that's the one thing with Santos is that he is a key like Donald Trump is a character He believes that controversy and just being out there is good now as far as that vote It was reheld yesterday and it did pass by one vote So we do have uh, an impeachment trial coming up for the homeland security uh, Secretary starting at the end of the month
1: so we'll see how all of that unfolds. I mean, it does seem like partisan politics to the nth degree. But uh, anyway, how close was the finish last night between these two men? Because there was a Republican with a quite an interesting background.
0: Well, again, it was it was it wasn't as close as as expected, but again, one of the, 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 the things was that we had a very bad snowstorm and ice storm in the area yesterday. So that might have kept down some some voter turnout. But what this is is since it was bigger than expected, um, and Swazi painted himself as a centrist. He is a centrist. I shouldn't say he painted himself. He is a centrist. Um, but he went at Republicans on their issues and challenged It's like, well, you're worried about the border. How come you did nothing? And then he attacked them on what he perceived and what Democrats perceived are their weak points, um, women's rights, abortion rights, et cetera. The candidate that he ran against uh, is actually a Democrat, and, and she is an Ethiopian Jew who was evacuated from Ethiopia when she was 12 to Israel. She served in the Israeli Defense Forces. She emigrated to the United States in 2006, I believe, and was a member of the county, I guess your equivalent of the county council uh, in Nassau County. So she was playing on all of that. Her background as as a refugee, her background as someone who served in the Israeli armed forces and her support for israel
1: okay now the the vote was 53.9 percent to tom swazi and uh, mazi Pilip uh, got 46.1 percent let's uh, have a listen to what uh, tom swazi said addressing the crowd uh, after his win Swazee! 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 Swazee!
2: despite all the attacks despite all the lies about tom swazi and the squad <laughs> <laughs> about Tom Swasey being the godfather of the migrant crisis, yeah. about Sanctuary Swazi. despite the dirty tricks, yeah. despite the vaunted Nassau County Republican machine. Yeah. We won! This race was fought amidst a closely divided electorate, much like our whole country. This race was centered on immigration and the economy, much like the issues all across our country. We won this race. We, you, won this race. Because we addressed the issues, and we found a way to bind our divisions. You know, what we just saw with the, with the protest tonight, okay? There are divisions in our country where people can't even talk to each other. All they can do is yell and scream at each other. And that's not the answer to the problems we face in our country. The answer is to try and bring people of goodwill together to try and find that common ground. won this campaign. People of Long Island and Queens are sick and tired of the political bickering. They've had it. They want us to come together and solve problems. So now we have to carry the message of this campaign to the United States Congress and across our entire country.
1: Okay, so that's Tom Swasey, his victory address or part of uh, last evening. Now, I saw him interviewed. He's not that keen on Joe Biden. In fact, decidedly lukewarm on Joe Biden.
0: Yeah, he always has been. And again, I think um, read between the tea leaves, as you will. I think people are still wondering what's going on with Joe Biden. And I don't think much like, um, you know, other presidents and other candidates, they don't want to tie on to his coattails. You know, they'll win. They'll run and they hopefully will win on their On their uh, merits and on their policies alone, but they don't want to be seen as someone who is part of, you know, they don't want to write his coattails. Um, Because, again, there are still questions about, you know, Joe Biden and whether he's the best candidate, you know, for the Democrats. Yeah, Uh,
1: What does his victory mean for the the the, uh, arithmetic in the House? I mean, um, when they win one, it means really a, a swing of two.
0: Well, right now, the Republicans can only afford to lose one vote, one more vote in the House on any issue, um, and then they would lose the cause. So it's, as you said, there's that swing there, but there's only now one in play. In the history of the House, uh, even even though we have another round of elections, and Swazi and most likely Pillip will run again in November, um, because the House is so big, There's probably going to be several more vacancies uh, between now and November, whether it's due to resignation, whether it's due to death. So that number, while still razor thin, could change and it could change in either direction, quite honestly.
1: And finally, uh, Terry, is it too late for the uh, Democrats to find somebody else? You know, all the talk about Michelle Obama, the fantastic candidate she would be, who said she'd never want to do it again, never go back to the White House. But is that getting any traction, any momentum?
0: It's not really getting any traction or momentum. People are talking about it. People are talking about, you know, that Joe Biden should just step aside at this point. Uh, again, I don't want to say it's too late, but it's 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 getting close to midnight if there's someone's going to happen, because once. Once the just the just the pure machinations or the pure mechanics, I should say, of changing, you know, the 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 ballots and the way it's done legally, you know, the longer this goes on, the more difficult it'll be.
1: Terry, thank you very much uh, for joining us. Uh, Terry Sheridan is managing editor of WSHU Public Radio in the United States. The Pat Kenny Show
0: with Aviva Insurance.
2: Weekdays at 9 a.m. on Newstalk.